1: Welcome back to another week of Awkward Sex in the City. Um, I brought back Calvin Cato because he's one of my favorite people in the world. And I loved our episode. i listened to our episode a million times. And this one is just as good, but it's different. It's more introspective and it's, it's one that's like going to hug you. And that's all I'm going to say.
0: He's like, oh, I'm going to the outdoor. And I was like, oh, me too. I guess I'll see you there. And he was like, yeah, I'll see you there. And I was like, oh, God, no. Uh, <laughs> I, must
1: go with Tim. Yeah. <laughs> I must ghost him. Yeah. I must to him again.
0: like, okay, whatever. I'm in Midtown, so like, I'll probably clean house. It's like, everyone's going to be a tourist anyway, so it's like I can just fuck these people and like, not deal with
1: it. Oh, amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty nice. I fucked in a lot of nice hotels.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I asked you back on... Because I love our last episode so much. It was
0: so much fun. Was, thank you. I, I
1: like. I only listen to um the uh the edit she gives me right before it goes up. But like I've listened to our podcast, our our uh, episode like multiple times.
0: Oh, thank you. I, I had so much fun. I love. Uh, first of all, like your podcast is amazing. And I always love it just because mm-hmm. I it, I always feel better listening to other people's stories. Aww. I and like in a good way because you know like you feel like you. Not like have sex in a vacuum, but like sometimes you're like, oh, maybe I'm weird or maybe like the ways that like I approach sex is like weird or different. Oh, and, like, yeah, totally. Everyone else, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, we're all kind of equally yeah. normal and like have our fucked up things. Yeah. So yeah, it's fun. But yeah, I, I always think of the fact that I said as a receiver of penises, which is such a weird <laughs> line and I cannot get over it ever in my head. So it's funny to me. <laughs> I mean, was not
1: like raw? <laughs> <I know. laughs> no, I'm going to cough. It was a very accurate description. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A re- I'm literally just with my hands yeah, just like holding did. two penises.
0: You did like stroke two columns like, and towards you too. So also it's like a receiving, like a pneumatic tube of like.
1: I can do this for hours. This is like my new meditation. So, okay, I'm going to go right into it. Is it officially over with Manhattan?
0: Oh, so this is the weird thing. Well, whatever. I guess I'll just, again, I'll just overshare. So because, yeah, so when I last talked to you, uh, we did uh, we did your Aquatex Live, Mm -hmm. which is an amazing show. I know. Plug. But uh, yeah, I'll
1: take it anywhere.
0: It's it's super fun. It's in the pleasure chest. You get 15 percent off. It's fucking great. Oh, yeah. So I did. I did your show and then we got very drunk and I was like, I think this is over because like I just hadn't really heard from him and I didn't know what was happening and then uh saturday i did this uh, queer comedy competition and i got there i feel really bad uh our friend bobby um was hosting it and i was talking to him a little bit about how like i guess i don't really know what's happening but yeah yeah i gotta do this competition so um i'm so i go i'm supposed to be up first in the lineup and there's it's a competition so there's like 15 16 other people in it and the competition was really great and the audience is really wonderful And so I got there and I do like uh, my first joke and they do a second joke where I usually like kind of point at someone and I randomly ended up pointing at someone and I realized this is someone who I went on two dates with and then ghosted.
1: Oh no. And he was literally in
0: the front row, (laughs) like front row, (laughs) No, like crotch level. Like it was like, and so like, I kind of like caught myself and was like, just keep going. It's fine. Just keep on trucking. And, um, uh, so, and the guy is actually friends with uh, one of the guys who organizes the competition. And it was just like, oh, this is really not the day for this to happen. Um, but I finished the set. It's fine. And then I go in the back and I start getting like progressively drunker. Because I'm like, <laughs> this is a nightmare. I went up first and now I have to, because you have to stay until the end. I couldn't leave. And if I were at least like later on, it could be like, this is a shock. And then it's over. Yeah, are yeah. now at least 15 other sets that i have to sit through oh my
1: god
0: knowing he's in the front row knowing that we're gonna have to talk about this so i'm talking a good like hour and 30 minutes which is a very good enough time to get very drunk oh yeah i so i'm just like getting drunker um my friend uh who's not in the competition um comedian friend came to like just support and hang out Uh uh-huh so we were hanging out, and he also was dealing with his own issues. So we were just getting very drunk, talking about it in the back. I was texting with Bobby about this. Uh, I had texted the organizer, and I was like, "Hey, uh, I just feel really weird." And the organizer was like, "I don't really care. Like it's, like I mean, he, the person's my friend, but like it. This is not between me and him. So like I don't care. But like yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, it's awkward. I should have warned you. Didn't think about it." Cause the guy was supposed to be in LA, so it's like whatever. Um, so it's it's fine. So then that this happens, and I was like, and then I got a text from a Manhattan guy, and I was just like, you know what? Like, I had decided in my own head that we were done. So I was like, okay, we're done. I'm just gonna ignore the text. Um, so, uh, we finally get to the towards the end of the show, and then like I was like, I have to use the bathroom, and I get on the line, and uh, the uh ghost guys on the line and then we end up like talking briefly and he's he's like oh i'm going to the after party and i was like oh me too i guess i'll see you there and he's like yeah i'll see you there and i was like oh god no uh, <laughs> i must ghost
1: head. him yeah i must ghost
0: him again <laughs> or ghost myself in real life so i don't have to fucking see this so um the competition ends uh and it, it was a great night and then i went to the after party and i was like uh i basically was like bobby can i just stay close to you so that i don't have to Interact with this guy, really, because I don't really know what to say and yeah. it's awkward and this guy is getting drunker as well. And then thankfully, I was told that like the guy had like someone, some other guy he was going to hook up with. So I was like, OK, I feel slightly better. That's fine. Um, and then I go downstairs with Bobby. We just go downstairs to just talk. And then Manhattan guy walks into the fucking bar. And I was like, oh, my God, like what's happening? This is insane. Why is he here? And I, like, didn't respond to his text because I was mad, thought we were done. So What
1: did his text say? Did you even look at it or you were just like, meh? Uh,
0: he just was like, how's your evening going? I'm free tonight. And I was like, I did not want to do this. Um, so then, like, I ended up talking to him and he was like, whoa, what are you doing here? And I was like, oh, well, the, I did this show tonight and the after party's here. What are you doing here? And he's like, I was having drinks with some friends. I just stopped in here to get one more drink before I went home yeah yeah and he's like but you know i guess since you're here i'll hang out and i was like uh okay i guess so then so he comes upstairs meets bobby meets a couple other friends meets ghost guy and then they start talking and i'm like uh, okay i felt really bad because i was talking to other people and i saw manhattan ghost guy talking and so i literally like, grabbed bobby out of his conversation to be like please just come with me and like stop this from happening because i really don't want them to compare notes <laughs> oh no i i feel really bad i definitely i apologize to bobby like profusely but i uh,
1: i'm like on the edge of my seat i'm like how does this end
0: so then- bobby jumps in <laughs> thankfully they separate um and i keep talking to manhattan and i was like oh well to be honest i guess i just thought you know i hadn't heard from you in a while. i was like well I, I was sick and busy blah blah like what are you doing now and i was like well to be honest like, i have to avoid this ghost guy who you're talking to. And like, well, if you know we can get out of here. And I was like, uh, I mean, yeah, sure, whatever. You're like, so, are Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, you're the better option here anyway.
1: You don't have any roommates. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's true. And he lives like, where does he live in the city again? He lives like right next to like. Uh, he
0: uh, lives on like uh, 42nd and 11th Avenue. So literally like right by like the Hudson River. Like, it's, oh, perfect. Yeah. So it's great. It's a beautiful view. And so like, well, I just. <laughs> on. <laughs>
1: trying to to me for your sex life. Like, I'm your mom. Like, I told you. <laughs> you came home with one more C. <laughs> Be no Zelda. <laughs> the breadth of life. I don't yeah, know. They were yeah. talking about it earlier. <laughs> it's either breadth or breadth the <laughs> The breadth of the width.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, we ended up going home together. and I guess now things are good. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I didn't mean to... I don't mean to laugh. It's just the way that you presented it. We're like, I guess it's good. I don't know. Like, yeah. it was like the complete. You're like, it's when someone. What was that Seinfeld episode? Like when someone touches their head they're... when they say I'm fine. They're like, "Oh, I'm like the closer they are to their head, top of their head,
0: the worse it is. Oh, I've like, never oh seen... I'm
1: fine. I'm yeah. fine. I'm <laughs> fine. Or something like that.
0: I think that was Seinfeld. I can't remember now. Oh, I don't really. But I mean, that is funny because that is kind of how I feel. <laughs> right. It's just, I mean, like, it's weird. I mean, I do, I I mean, I like him and I actually think he's cool and fun to hang out with. I just feel like he's not a great communicator. And because of that, I never really know where I stand. Yeah. And it's just really frustrating. Cause like, I, we had this like talk because he was like, uh, even though the, even though I'm like, you live like eight blocks away. He's like, I'm getting a cab. I'm not doing this. And I was like, you know, in fairness, like I had seven drinks. So like, that's fine. You're like,
1: cool. Let's do that. Yeah.
0: I was like, walking is not really going to be my strong suit right now. And so uh, we go back to his place. But on the way back, I was like, look, I just feel weird. Like, I, and I, this is a conversation I should have had sober. I feel like this should just be awkward talks in the city for me. <laughs> Cause I'm trying to avoid the sex part and try to learn how to have just conversations where I'm like, what is this? And like, I didn't say it like that exactly, but I was like, I just don't know really what this is. Cause like, you know. I like you but then sometimes i feel like i just don't hear from you and he's like well you know i'm not seeing anyone else but you like i you know am, am. that's kind of a big deal yeah it is and that's good and i feel you should feel good about that but then i feel like there's no other like stuff that like I... it's like so like there's this writer laurie moore and like who i think is like really she writes really great short stories And, like, a lot of her short stories are about, like, relationships and breakups and stuff like that. But Uh they're all, like, with a humorous bend. And, like, she, there's this one story where they talk about, like, it's not that you want, like, a boyfriend or, like, a husband. Or you just want, like, a marriage equivalent. You know what I mean? Uh Where you want to be, like, okay, like, I just want to know, am I on the fast track? Like, I feel like I'm in, like, an internship of a relationship. And I'm, like, Uh I just want to know if this is going to go, like, temp to perm. Or if this is just going to be, like, okay, and then you go back to college in September. Like, and that's how I feel with this relationship right now.
1: That sucks. Yeah. But like what he said kind of. Re- I feel like this conversation is just awkward in general, like the are, as you put it, temp to permanent, like it's it reminds me of what like happened to me and Aaron, because we were so we were like long distance for like the first three or four months because I was stuck in Connecticut babysitting. And one guy that like I used to hook up with, like texted me. And was like, hey, like, are you in town? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I'm seeing someone. Uh, So then I was talking to Aaron later via text being like, hey, like someone I used to hook up with reached out to me. But I said that I was seeing someone. Is that weird? Yeah. And he was like, well, basically the same thing happened to me where someone reached out to me and I said I was seeing someone, too. I was like, Cool does that make you my boyfriend? (laughs) Like, I literally had to be like, what does that mean? Like, cause like you said, like, it's great that he said, I'm not seeing anyone else, but not seeing anyone else isn't putting any label that you right now need to understand like what's going on. Yes. So would you be willing to be like, does that make you my boyfriend? Like, or is that, are you still feel like not close enough or do you not even want it? You know, like that's also an option. I,
0: I guess that's the thing I don't know anymore is I just feel scared because I feel like I spend so much time either in like just loose hookup mode uh-huh. or like, I also feel like I spend times where I'm like, oh, I guess I'm like narrowing this down and like, okay, this seems like it's going somewhere. And then the rug is pulled out from under me. Uh-huh. And what sucks with this Manhattan guy is that like, I feel like that. Not in a very, very serious way, but that kind of happened with that guy because the way I met him in the first place was uh, I was temping in Midtown Manhattan and like, because I I was working at a WeWork Uh and like, I mean, whatever, who gives a shit? It's WeWork. You don't have to (laughs) edit any of this out. Except for the part I just said where I tried it, whatever. So, like. (laughs) So basically with the WeWork, it's like um, the company, like uh, I was working out of a WeWork through a company and because the company never really monitored my time, like I'd come in on weekends or I'd work like late at night, like just on like other shit, Uh like in their not in their office, but in like the common areas or whatever. And like I've recorded podcasts there and like stuff like that. And so like I was like, I was like working on like some writing thing late at night just for extra money. And I like turned on like grinder and to be like okay whatever I'm in midtown so like I'll probably clean house and it's like everyone's gonna be a tourist anyway so it's like I can just fuck these people and like not deal with it
1: oh amazing yeah
0: yeah it was pretty nice I fucked in a lot of nice hotels <laughs> separate issue so I <laughs> not an issue yeah. not an issue
1: <laughs> nice hotels in New York City cost a shit ton of money yeah. you should be proud
0: I mean I I am actually I woof man I woof I, I will tell another story about that but like I <laughs> But uh, so I was like relatively late and like uh Manhattan guy popped up and like it was funny because like, his like uh, profile name was actually like the name of this physics concept, which I was like, oh, that's cool because I used to edit like um, textbooks and stuff. So I was like, uh, so I said, hey, and I was like, oh, it's a cool name. Like and, and I like said something just to kind of suss out if he actually knew what that meant or if uh-huh. he was just like, you know, oh, no, it just is my fucking father's name or something like that. <laughs> And he was like, oh, wow, I'm really impressed that you know this concept. And I was like, yeah, like, I edited, like, textbooks. and I know, like, this physics concept It's about the number of atoms in a thing. I know this is very sexy. And so, like, he was like, hey, why don't you come Science over? Is sexy, man. I thought so, too. <laughs> and I was like, hey, do you want to come over and hang out? And, you know, I mean, obviously you have sex. And, but like, we had sex and it was good and I was really happy about it. And I, like, left. And, like, usually I always say, you know, like, a goodbye text just to be, you know, polite. And he was like, he texted back and then we were texting back and forth while I was on the train home. And so I was like, oh, OK, this seems different. Yeah, yeah. And then like we hooked up again like a couple more times. And then like it progressed. To, like we like went out, we would go out to a bar and like have a drink or two and then go back to his place. And so it seemed like things were progressing. But then like it just abruptly ended. And so I because that already happened, like it's already in my head of like, I don't know, like if he's doing it he's bored or what's going to happen. And in fairness, like, when things had ended, like, it was kind of on my end, too. Like, I had so much going on because, like, that was, like, in the midst of, like, I was moving and, like, I really hated the temp job and, like, things were just really not working out and spiraling in all aspects of my life. Mm -hmm. So I got back. So he got back in touch with me in, like, late August. And this is, like, probably, like, a month or two after I stopped seeing or rather that uh, this other thing abruptly ended with this guy who uh, works for Bloomberg. Well, fuck it, I don't give a shit about this guy. <laughs> also, I don't give a shit about Bloomberg either because he's dropping billions of dollars on a failed campaign. So <laughs>
1: I know I read that the other day, and I was just like, What if you like gave up to Medicare? Yeah, know uh, that's what I mean. Like, like, what if? What if? I don't know.
0: Yeah, i like, like, you could literally just give every person in New York you screwed out of housing like a hundred dollars. Like that would be God. way more helpful than what you're doing right now. Yeah. So that's just awkward politics in the city. <laughs> but
1: it's <laughs> awkward talk, yeah. awkward politics. <laughs> Roll it three. We're going to need one more
0: yeah. in the episode. I'll get there, sure. <laughs> so he reached out to me, and I was like, actually really like stiff, stiff-arming him for a bit because I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, And then like uh, he tried to make plans with me twice. And I, both times I was legitimately, I had shows, and I was like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then the one time I was like, okay, I can't meet after a show. And I got there a little bit late just because the show ran long. And then, like, flat out, was just like, "Hey, I just don't know what happened. Like, you know, things seemed cool." And I was like, "To be honest, like, I was kind of going through a lot of shit, but I just didn't really understand what happened." He's like, "It really had nothing to do with you. I got really busy, and like, I am sorry about like the fact that like things got really muddled like that." Yeah. So, like, I mean, it's good, and I understand I should take it at face value, but like, I just don't know how to.
1: It kind of sounds like, um, while he seem like not that like he seems like a good idea. it kind of just sounds like you know you want more and you almost know that he can't give you what you need, yeah, um, but the sex is good, yeah, <laughs> and the apartment's good, yeah, so I mean, it's not like there's nothing wrong with like hanging on to this guy until you know someone else better pops up that you don't go some grinder, you know <laughs> you know, like I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially if like. You have tried to have the conversation with him. He gave you an answer, but you're not sure if that's the answer that you wanted. Like that's okay. Like I feel like it's really easy to to feel like oh they checked sixty percent of the boxes. I should be happy, but that's not always like what happens. Like I feel like honestly, this is a Sex and the City episode. It's like it's like the episode. <laughs> it's like the episode at the um. The wedding where Carrie gets like Jack Oh in. yes,
0: I remember this one. Yes,
1: and like he's perfect on paper. The sex is bad. Sex yeah. is good for you. Yeah, but there's like a lot of things like on paper that aren't adding up. Yeah. This isn't at all like that episode. <laughs> <laughs> but you went on the journey with me. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean it kind of is. Well, in terms of like, I just because it is like I mean I don't want someone who's gonna just do seventy five percent. Yeah. And like and I also like, you know, I've been like turning down like opportunities to like hook up, which and I'm not even necessarily mad at that either. Uh Uh-huh. But it's like I want I really want 2020 as corny as it sounds. Like I want this to be like I really want to like focus on myself and like what I really wanna do. And like I just like I don't mind if I'm like in like fucking like Tennessee, whatever after a show and I'm like, look, I'll just fuck someone who's there that's fine but like i just don't want to be like okay i'm in new york city and then if i want to have sex with this guy i gotta like shower and like i can't watch the shows i want to watch and like fucking like like i was like i didn't realize i was behind on fucking the good place until i was like oh man because i like keep hanging out with manhattan and i risked the good place came back and i know that sounds like it's such a minor inconvenience not at all for me it's like I, there are things that I'm like, I just like doing these things. And I don't think that I finally learned that like sex, is not worth like giving up comforts when the sex itself either won't lead to anything or isn't great. Yeah. And with Minette and the sex is good. It's, it's, it's great. It's like, it's not just, it's good. It's, it's mediocre. No, like, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's good sex, but it would be great sex if I knew like oh, but this is like a sex that means that like we're progressing to this point. We're yeah. getting to here or there. And like, I don't feel that way. And so I don't feel completely, I don't know, open and as sexy as I want to be.
1: No, that makes 100% sense. And you brought up a good point of like, I think a lot of people, myself included in the past, uh, very, very quickly will drop comforts for someone else. And I've noticed that a lot with comedians. I think that's because a lot of us comedians are people pleasers Mm -hmm. and we're willing to sacrifice to get what we think we want or deserve. I did air quotes. I don't know why I did that. (laughs) Um, But it's so detrimental to our own personal health and like well-being. And like, like right now uh, I have been rewatching Schitt's Creek and New Girl Mm. It just over and over again and drives like Aaron crazy. But I'm like, but like, it may, I'm like, it makes me feel good. Like, I just need this right now. Yeah. Like, you need like the good place, which sucks. Like, that you can't go and like have sex with, I want to call him Dr. Manhattan.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of into that. Well, um, it does work. He works at a power plant. So, <laughs>
1: right. Don't forget your watch. Doesn't end well, but it does end well, but it doesn't end well. Um, uh oh fuck! I, I know the whole. I kept thinking about Watchmen when you kept saying Ghost in Manhattan. I was like, these are totally total <laughs> names that would be in Watchmen. Um, oh fuck, where was I going with this? Um, it would be great if you knew, like, after like you had your time with him, that you could like stay in his apartment and be like, okay, Netflix or like, yeah, on demand, good place. Like, it's because those things are also. I'm going on so many different tangents, but it's <laughs> it's also like. So comforting to know you can be your truest self in front of another human being while naked. Yes. Like to be able to do that is so freeing and just so like, like you're just like,
0: okay, yeah, this is great. Um, I completely agree. Like that's, and that's exactly what I'm looking for. And like, and it's so funny because I feel like there are times with, now I'm, now I'm going to see Dr. Renat because it's in my head. Like, I feel like there are times with Dr. Manhattan where I feel like, okay, like, this does feel, like, nice and natural and calm. And then there are other times where I'm still, like, so in my own head that, like, he'll fall asleep and I'm still up for, like, 20 minutes being like, I don't know what should happen. I don't know. (laughs) Should I, like, if I, like, reach over and cuddle him, is that okay or is that not okay? I don't know what's happening. Uh, Like, and whereas I feel like there are in the past there have been, like, other guys where, like, or even with, like, One Night Stands where I feel like there's been, like, so much more intimacy that's been established. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, I do feel, like, okay to share or, like, hey, here's something random and crazy I thought of. And, like, and that feels okay.
1: When you first started dating him or like, hooking up with him, did you feel like there was more intimacy before? Like, uh, is this a product of, like, the ghosting and then re-emerging? I mean...
0: Actually, in a way, kind of like not like it's. I it's hard to explain. It's just different, and I think that it's also. But I don't think that it necessarily has anything to do with me. Mm-hmm. I feel like it just. I'm. I think I'm just learning more now that that just is who he is. Yeah, and that he emotionally is just like a. I don't want to say weird because weird, I yeah, just that's a therapist thing. I feel like weird always connotes bad, and it's mm-hmm. always like no, you're saying weird when you really want to be something more specific. I just think that uh, the way that he reacts emotionally to things are is in a way that I don't understand. Yeah, and is not in a way that I'm used to dealing with when it comes to having relationships sexually with guys yeah like i feel like i'm used to guys who are either just coming in real hot or are very cold or clearly like manipulative Mm -hmm. or like you know like i feel like there's certain traits i'm like okay like this is a clearly defined box i could see this or i could see this or i could see this or even with um bloomberg guy where like that kind of took me by surprise but i when i really think about it and i still remember this because uh when i last had to see my therapist it was about a Bloomberg guy. And she and like I mean because I was only seeing her once a month, she like cut to the chase. She was like she literally goes, "Normally, like I would let you try to figure this out on your own, but like I'm going to run down the things. He's a pothead, he's really bad at texting, and it sounds like in general he's just is not responsible and doesn't really care about your emotions. Not in a bad way, but he is just too drug-addled to help you." Yeah. <laughs> so you need to stop this. And so and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense. I get that." But like
1: but Manhattan, you just can't figure it out. I
0: don't know. Because he doesn't have a drug problem.
1: Oh, my God. He's your Mr. Big. <laughs> oh, my God. God, I hope not. He, uh, Jesus yeah, Christ. Because let's get real. He was awful. And no one. She should have never ended up with him. No. But. I'm
0: still Aiden to this day. Oh,
1: my God. Totally. Except. Oh, I finally watched. <laughs> I finally watched. Is it Sex in the City two where they go to like abu dhabi or oh something. yeah
0: oh god I didn't... Oh. how i still have never seen it i just heard from some of you like this was the worst movie
1: it was the worst movie i've ever seen in my life it is oh my god so fucking racist it is so ignorant about different cultures because the whole thing is like sam's a slut in this like conservative oh, country god. slash city yeah. um but then aiden sorry guys spoiler alert Aiden. Wait, Aiden shows up in it? Aiden shows Whoa. up. Aiden shows up and they make out. Yeah.
0: Wait, is Carisol with Big? Yup. Wait, what? And, and he's
1: with his wife and like whatever kids. And it's just like, that's not how that should have ever ended. Like the way that it ended in the series was perfect. Where they like they run into each other and he's like got the kid and he's yeah. like, You look good. Um it's horrible. It is a horrible, horrible, horrible movie. And even like the the poster the way that they photoshop samantha's face is just like horrifying <laughs> it doesn't even look like her i have to find yeah, it yeah now i want to see it. this it's just like why would I mean, you the do the photoshop
0: not the movie <laughs> no don't see also that's so because especially like i like the fact the whole point about Aiden is that like because i feel like a lot of people in their lives have that one person where they're like fuck i let you get away and like now i realize or even i necessarily i let you get away but, like, this could have been a really good thing. And, like, you moved on and you're happy. I can't imagine Aiden making out with Carrie. Oh, my God. You can
1: never not see it. You're like, oh. what?
0: It's also just, like, weird. Like, the shading gradation is bad. Like, it yeah. looks like they're trying to Julia Roberts her a bit. Yeah. Oh, man. It's bad. Oh, yeah.
1: It was just, like, what it, like, I mean, they all look, like, even... Like, what's going on with her face? Like, I don't know. It's like they yeah. made it horsier. Um, <laughs> and like, I, and I don't, I love them all. Like, I would never say that she has a horse face, but it was like, they actually tried to give her a horse face yeah. in the Photoshop. It's very weird.
0: They both look really terrible they in look Photoshop. rough. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where like, they're older, so let's make them look younger, but like, they just blasted way too much like light. So it mm-hmm. just looks unnatural.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Damn. Okay, this so- eating thing is really bothering me though. I'm sorry. Can we? Like, no. Because I... I, because I feel like that also just doesn't really happen in real life. No, like I would never like. At best, like I did have a reu- a couple of reunions with like guys, with guys, and with like uh with uh, one woman who I dated, where like you know you have a talk and you come to terms, but it's more like high fidelity.
1: Do you did you ever see high fidelity? I did, and I don't remember any of it, uh, but I know I saw it.
0: I mean, it's not really super important to like go through, but like the point, like the main thing is that like John Cusack um is an asshole, and like I, cause I rewatched that like maybe a year or two ago, and Mm -hmm. like I, cause like I only really I watched it a lot in college, and then like when you rewatch it as an adult, you're like, no, but like you really were an asshole this entire situation, cause like basically John Cusack has a girlfriend who's very nice, he cheated on her like twice, I think, and she was pregnant. And like you're supposed to be like on his side when she dumps him and his and John Cusack's sister chooses her side. And you're supposed to be like, how could her sister choose her over him? And I'm like, but like she was pregnant. And he cheated twice. Like that's dickish no matter what, like yeah. no matter what. And then she starts after they've broken up, she starts seeing someone new who's actually not a bad person. And he's like mad at this guy for like taking his girl. And I'm like, she first of all. Women are possessions. Second yep. of all, you fucked this all up. So like, you have literally no rights. Like, you should be happy that she still answers your phone. Like, yeah, your phone call. Like, you're nonsense. You're total fucking nonsense. And like, but anyway. So <laughs> no I was like, classic dude. Like, <laughs> it was such a dude thing. And then like, and then another thing is he was like, I just need to figure out what went wrong. So he like calls up like his five major girlfriends and like ha- proceeds to like have talks with all of them about like what went wrong in those relationships. And a lot of those things were actually really realistic. And like that was the part that I did like about the movie still. Was like he dated Catherine Zeta Jones, who like is basically playing Catherine Zeta Jones, like this like, <laughs> fabulous fucking art woman who's like, I have everything, I have it all. And so um he like basically kind of invites himself over to her house because she's having like a house party and they're hanging out and she's and she literally calls him out and was like, is this going to be some bullshit where you need to find out what went wrong? And he's like, no, I'm just here to hang out, I swear. And then, of course, at the end of the night, he's like, so what went wrong? She's like, I fucking knew it. You're so the same. <laughs> and honestly, like, that's a lot of the shit that would happen, like, if when I had, like, major talks with, like, past relationships. It would, it would usually be a matter of, like, okay, we're both drunk. This is coming. Let's talk about it. Uh-huh. But we'd never make out. Yeah. And it, And especially not if, like, I or the other person was in a relationship, like that's nonsense.
1: Yeah, I I'm just like replaying the scene in my head because it doesn't even like they don't even like talk about like they do, but they don't. Like it's like they're like eating spices with their hands, and then all of a sudden they're just like mm-hmm. like that's also that's,
0: that's not tape that burns.
1: I know, right?
0: And I know. I because I, I remember one time I um. I was at this guy's place and like, we made like jalapeno popper things and ate them. And then I gave him a blow job and his penis hurt real bad. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. I did the research for you guys.
1: But to go back to Dr. Manhattan, I feel like there's three options, right? There's you continue with what this is until it fizzles out. Yeah. You have an uh awkward conversation where it's just like are we together also this is what I need uh which is a very hard conversation to have and uh can be very it's like very very vulnerable or three you ghost him like you end it you know <laughs> yeah. but yeah
0: no I mean the thing is like I, yeah you're right like I don't I definitely don't want to ghost him no like that you're mature yeah like I, I mean again the karma came back to bite me in the ass like twice over so i think that was like the universe's way of being like do not ghost just have a direct conversation mm-hmm. so like i mean i'm leaning towards a direct conversation yeah um which is it's good and i guess it's just hard because like i don't like doing that and i feel like i it's so hard because i really get to like have one
1: Mm -hmm. i think that's the
0: other thing too is that like i because i always feel like at least when you get ghosted you kind of get to like set your own narrative to it if that makes any sense oh
1: yeah that makes 100 percent sense
0: whereas like when you have to like actually talk about it you're like oh this is gonna be real painful and like i have to be an active agent in this
1: yeah and like you're right like those conversations don't come up very often so like there's no like class that you take to learn how to like do this to communicate. Yeah. Um. Though I think I've talked about this on the podcast before the 12 year old and I nanny, I was like, what are they teaching you in health? And he was like, how to communicate conflict. And I was like, Holy what? shit. Holy shit. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. That's
0: insane.
1: Know, like who would we be if wow. someone taught us how to communicate? Yeah. Like I'm such a fucking people pleaser for so many reasons. Like, I've never until probably like the past years been able to like actively communicate like this is my need and yeah. I'm so like but I'm sorry but like yeah. <laughs> this is what I need but I'm sorry like and it's stupid shit it's like I need to watch Gilmore Girls for 7 hours straight every day like yeah. but like don't judge me but I need it like it's like that's how I am still
0: like I No just, I get it it's so hard cuz I feel like you're we're just so conditioned to like not Say no as well mm. that like it's so hard like even just for like again <laughs> there are things like that like Gilmore Girls or like uh, just like small things where it's like no I, I'm fine and that's okay or like no I don't want to do this <laughs> yeah and like and not like I don't mean like in a like sexual taking advantage of kind of way but I mean like little things like um like uh like for example like uh there was one time where like I I just want to be like Hey, let's just go to a different bar. And he's like, nah, let's just go to this bar. And I was like, okay. And I really could have been like, no, like, why don't we just go somewhere the fuck different? Like,
1: yeah. In the past, a lot of times people would be like, what do you wanna do? And if I was direct and I was like, oh, I wanna go to this bar, like you said to this guy. And then that person would be like, actually, I wanna do this. Yeah. And I would do the same, I would, <clears throat> excuse me, I would do the same exact thing where I'd just be like, okay, whatever. But then I hit a point well then why the fuck are you asking me like i'm don't make me waste energy if you already have your answer like uh, um and so it's something that i actually work on in therapy too because it's just like you don't i don't know how to say this like you don't walking away from being the one that's chill is really really hard yes because I also think you sometimes get the label of like, they're super chill.
0: Yes. No, I totally understand what you're saying.
1: Right? Okay.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Because, yeah, I totally get that. Because that's how, that's, I actually used to have multiple talks with my therapist about this as well, where I feel like I got cast in that role of like, oh, you know, I can, I'm just fine to do whatever. Yeah. And then it does get really frustrating when it's like, it's either like, A, why did you bother asking me? Mm hmm. Or B, why did you even make this an ask when it was really a request? Like,
1: Yes, yeah. yeah. And it took a long time for me to realize that it really says a lot more about the people that are like, but why not? Yeah, uh, Than it does about us for like saying no. Um, and it's infuriating because everything feels like it's coming back onto you, including like with dating and like having conversations. It's like, why do I have to be the one to take this, relationship to the next step if that's not what this person wants but they're not communicating at all of whatever the fuck they want and it's why dating is the worst in a lot of ways of just like constant vulnerability and confrontation to just feel comfortable and fun with someone um because that's what it should be it should be comfortable and it should be fun like i like everyone says relationships are work and they are but not the way of like our boomer families. Like, you know, like they, like they married someone at 20 and like, weren't real humans yet. Like (laughs) it's way easier now, especially like when you know who you are. Uh, And that's where the rifts and like the conversation comes from. It's like, you know who you are, you know what you want. Now can that person meet you halfway or 75% or a hundred percent, whatever you need. And like vice versa, that's where it gets hard. But Most of the time it's fucking easy. You're just like, this is what I need. Okay, cool. And like, that's literally it. And like, and I don't feel like that's talked about. And so I like listening to Dr. Manhattan, I'm almost inclined to be like, I think you should fucking walk away from this because he's making it not fun. You're overthinking it. You're not having fun. You just want to watch The Good Place. (laughs) And I'm always here for like watching TV. Like, and that's so like what people need is like tv <laughs> tv and sex man but you know like it sucks like i hate hearing that like you don't feel like comfortable and like that you can be silly around him and like that's like the best part about sex it's like being weird yeah you know like orgasms are great love them but being weird is like such a fun intimate moment like with people and if you can't do that like right away sometimes i get worried that like it won't be there later
0: yeah no i totally agree and like I, that's it's it's hard because it's, like, on the one hand, I, like, I I feel so because I totally agree. And, like, and I guess that's the thing that's weird is that, like, I feel like, again, with, like, other people at least, like, I feel like I felt that intimacy right away. Uh-huh. But then, like, I kind of have let that intimacy blind myself to, like, other, like, glaring, like, red flags. And so... I want to stay away from that, obviously. Yeah. And especially because like there are little things that I still do like, I, I still do like. And like, I mean, there's times where we will be on like the same track and it's like really like cute and fun and silly. And like, and it's like, oh, this does feel like natural at really good time. But then like, I just feel like there are just so many, not so many, but like, I guess more times than I feel comfortable with being like, this just feels a little weird. Yeah. And I don't know if it's okay for me to just say that. Or, like, there are times where I will say that. And he'll be like, I mean, I think things are fine. And I'm like, okay. See, that's not a real but, answer, though. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing, is I think that I, when he says that, I should need to be like, but it's not to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, it's the fact that, like, this person that you are with right now is bringing it up and that it means it's an issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of a cop-out to be like, well, it's fine. Yeah. I am more and more in the camp of, let him go and i feel bad <laughs> I feel bad because i know like there is a moment where you're like this is great like this is like going to something big and i also wonder if it if there's some hesitation because of the the guy that moved out of the country yeah and, like, yeah i was
0: gonna say i was actually thinking of that too which is that's fair yeah because <laughs> i it's it actually because i mean i i still think about that guy and i still chat with him at least once a week because like with that guy for example like that was like one of those things where like it was it started out so weird and then like when we did like actually finally meet up, it was fun. And then we were like when we were like hooking up and dating, like it, it never even got to a point of seriousness, but like it it felt so much more immediately like it could have. And like we had so many conversations that like were leading in that direction that I was yeah. like, oh, this I know this and I like this feeling. This is familiar. Or like, for example, in the past, like there were guys where like it'll be immediately established like, okay, this is just gonna be like a like casual. Situation, but because there's so much more honesty, not honesty, but like there's almost like playful directness that I uh, in the conversations I was having with those guys, where it would be like, okay, so like we know we're friends who have sex, and that's great, and then like we can joke about it, and then like that's like fun and nice. I'm like, I like that these are conversations we can have, yeah. Whereas like with Dr. Manhattan, I don't like I always feel weird with guys where I can't have honest conversations about like what this is
1: yeah yeah because like, i there, don't blame you yeah
0: because like there are times too where like uh like for example like there was a while ago where there was a guy who like we hooked up on and off and like it sincerely got to a point where he was like uh i don't want you to take this the wrong way and i was just gonna sound really weird but i don't know why you continue to hook up with me you'd make an amazing boyfriend you should be a boyfriend of somebody and i was like i mean i'm just not really looking for that right now but I'm glad we had this talk and also that you're okay that I don't want you to be my boyfriend. He's like, yeah, no, I mean, trust me, I totally got that in feeling. <laughs> and it was funny, but it was, like, good because I was like, I like this, and then we could laugh about the fact that I was like, yeah, no, like, this is not going anywhere serious, and that's fine. Yeah. And, like, and then, like, after that, like, we would joke about it periodically. And, like, the, like you know, and, like, stuff like that were like, that's cute, and I like that. But, like, I feel like with Manhattan, I like, it's weird that I still kind of have to be like, but, like, what is this? Like... <laughs> doing it's like okay like we we had sex and that's great what is this i gotta leave or like okay we actually like went on a full date and had drinks and had sex and now i'm still hanging out at your place like what is this
1: there are a lot of yeah. mixed signals it really sounds like something that you really need like your your love language um yeah. <laughs> is communication and that's fine too like I am an over communicator like you if you are getting inside of me you are going to hear everything (laughs) that is happening in my head and you better fucking be cool with it yeah um and like I used to feel bad about that and then I found out like it doesn't fucking matter that's just what I need and it kind of sounds like the same for you it's like that you need an over communication of just like this is what we are is what we're doing is how I feel. I hear how you're feeling. Like you also, I and, and you, there's nothing wrong with this because I'm 100% the same way. You also need to be, to feel as if you are being heard. Yes. Um. And I think those are two very important things in a relationship and a hookup. And I don't think Dr. Manhattan is doing a good job with it.
0: No, like this is great. I think I just really need to talk to a friend and get out of the house and feel better.
1: Yeah, because well, you've also been like, literally sick yeah (laughs) you have been sleeping for days had the flu then that can also just be like debilitating in its own weird way like how my brain when i'm sick is just like oh let's just see how like awful you really are like it's just like let's go as dark as you can oh
0: yeah totally and like for me like i was running a really high fever and so like i like this used to happen a lot as a kid and like last time this happened was maybe like college or something but like I would get, like, really bad, like, fever dreams that were, like, borderline hallucinations. Oh, fuck. And so, like, I had, like, a series of these. It was funny. I actually was talking on Wednesday to Manhattan about one of them where, like, I I must have fallen asleep watching some sort of, like, foreign language thing because, like, I had a dream that, like, I was, like, a Japanese kid but I could only speak Japanese Uh and, like, no one could understand me. And like it sounded like, and then like literally, like I would try to talk, and it would come out like in Japanese. Oh
1: my god! Uh, well, I'm
0: very certain because I left the TV on when I fell asleep, so like I'm sure it would probably that's probably what happened. Uh-huh. But I like because of the fever as well, like I was losing my mind, and then I felt trapped, and I was like, "Oh my god, what's happening?" And I literally started like getting compressed into a little ball, and then like I woke up, like literally like curled up in the fetal position, and, I, and like it also went, like a searing amount of pain, and I finally oh had god. to be like, "I need to like get up." And like move over, <laughs> and like, and, the, and like thankfully like that kind of moved me into another different, really weird hallucination dream, where I couldn't find my phone, <laughs> which thankfully it's like it's being English, so that was good. And, like, I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't find my phone, and I was looking all around my apartment, and then I didn't realize it, slowly but surely it was like, oh, this is Manhattan's apartment. Why do I live here? And then I realized that he was like throwing up like a party but it was like a techno party and he was too busy to help me look for my phone and so then I had to go into the living room and try to like kind of push people aside to find the phone and it was like such a weird pretentious dream <laughs> and then I woke up from that and then it was like I need to just take some NyQuil and just knock the fuck out
1: that I feel like that dream is like so telling though of like he doesn't have time for something that is important to you yeah. Like, that was your subconscious being like, hello. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: Well, it'll be fine, guys. I'll be all right.
1: <laughs> no, you definitely will. Uh, like, I, just... I...
0: It's so funny because, like, uh, I also started journaling again because, like, I restarted The artist Way and you're supposed to write three pages a j- day. So I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to kill two birds with one stone and I'll do three pages of both journaling and then usually it leads into, like, free writing other shit. So, but, like... One of the things I told myself was like I was like, if nothing else, you can survive this. Yeah. <laughs> and like it actually has made me feel better at the whole situation. Where it's like, look, no matter what this is or is not, it feels really weird and vague, but like you'll survive it. So it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. You were Calvin before him and you'll be Calvin after him. I will. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Beep. Uh, do you feel as if a weighted blanket has been put on you and you just feel all the anxiety leaving you? Good, because that is the essence of Calvin and me together. I uh, can't wait to hear from you guys. Uh, always feel free to email me at, at gmail.com. You can find Calvin at calvincato.com. Instagram is at calvinscato, and and Twitter is katocalvin. Um, and he performs all over New York City and he performs with me in Awkward Sex and City on tour and in New York City. So you can always see him and I hope you guys are masturbating. Oh, and I'm on day 13 and I still hate Whole30. Do not do it. Do not do it. I'm eating a fucking pineapple upside down cake fucking Laura bar and it's bullshit. Never hated pineapple more in my life right now. Um, Yeah, okay. Love yourself and your body and masturbate.